but I was prepared. I was actually about to send you the link anyways, and then you texted me and said ready whenever, and I was like, what kismet timing? Well, I don't know if that's how you say kismet in a sentence, but I feel like well, it is. Well, we lied to everyone yesterday. <laughs> I know. Because we said we were going to record the podcast in real life, and then it came time for us to record the podcast, and we were like, no. But what if we didn't? <laughs> the one main perk of being a girl boss is you get to decide your own schedule. So true. It's actually really tough for us because we are two girlies that do like to put things off. Mm-hmm. It just isn't really good because I feel like a lot of the times we're like, what if we just did this later? What if you just didn't do this now? What if we just didn't think about it? Because I don't feel like thinking about it right now. To be fair, we had a booked and busy weekend. You're so right. We did. Booked and busy weekend. We didn't even have time to create any content for anyone (laughs) while we were together. So. No, we did not. If you guys were expecting a lot of like fun Kate and to get Nicole together content, I'm really sorry to burst your bubble, but like you shan't be getting any. No, because what we just what we realized is we live in the moment. Yeah, no phones, just vibes. No phones, just vibes. We live in the moment when we're together. The content comes when we're not together because it forces us to like like we like to talk about things and like connect over it when we're not together. But when we are together, we're like, put your phone down, bitch, and <laughs> spend time with me in real life. Exactly. So, so sorry we, about it. That's that's actually a lie. We did create some content. We did. We had a fun little photo shoot. You'll see it soon. You'll see it soon. So soon. So excited for you guys to see all about it. But we did do that. So you will get some content, just not right now. Also, you know what? Freeze frame. Let's get in. Let's. Who are we? Welcome. <laughs> who are you? Do you <laughs> lights up? Do you know who you are? <laughs> yes or no (laughs) welcome 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 to the two girls one formula podcast or tg1f and f1 podcast with kate nicole i'm nicole i'm kate this is our show show. we're your hosts we're talking f1 formula one driving racing cars vroom vroom beep beep (laughs) but we're also talking about other things too as always as always one cars have horns on them i don't think so well they Hmm. barely even have like a normal steering wheel like where i know so that's why i'm wondering like do you think they have horn functionality on them i don't think so Hmm. that's a question for google later but yes as kate said this is a formula one podcast but we're going to be talking about everything and anything related to f1 getting back into it i would just like to say this weekend we had all received a lot of messages about one of our stories that we put up and it was POV. You're watching season five of drive to survive. Yeah, we sure did. Now, a lot of you seemed curious about how we received. We'd already been watching it. And I just want to question you guys. Do you think we're not cool enough to get screeners? Do you think we're not important (laughs) enough to like know about things like to be in the know? (laughs) You're too much right now. If literally that, if anyone else had posted that, like, you would also be surprised and be curious as to how they got that. (laughs) However, yes, we did get screeners, early screeners for the new season of Drive to Survive. 
can't say anything about it, obviously, until it comes out. But you guys are not going to be disappointed. If you're a Drive to Survive lover, you're going to love this. If you're a Drive to Survive hater, give it a shot. I think you're really going to enjoy it. No spoilers, obviously, but really fun, really exciting. You're going to like it. Off the back of that, I had a dream last night as I was like preparing oh, tell me. for this. Tell me. I had a dream about Toto and like Toto and I were pals, maybe more than friends. And he had a mustache. Now, <laughs> I know we went over, I know we went over all of the drivers with mustaches, but how do we think Toto would look with a mustache? In my dream, it was really hot. So like I feel in my heart of hearts that I would probably like it. No, because he's giving me Tom Selleck vibes in my head when I picture a mustache. Yeah, but I'm not not into it. I don't think it's I don't think so for me personally. Personally, I'm not into Toto with a mustache. I don't think. I just think he has such sharp lines on his face that like keeping him cl- self clean shaven is like the look for him. In our out of context, I will workshop and photoshop a photo of Toto in several different mustache variations so we can decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Maybe so I'll be maybe I'll be persuaded. Decision. Yeah, maybe I'm I'll be to persuaded. Persuade you. Yeah, I mean, I could be. Like, I, I can't really describe to you how what the mustache that he had. I just have to like see it and then put it on him. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't totally. tell you. I just like have to pull it from my brain. Yeah, and put it onto paper. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me and my <laughs> state of mind. I don't remember my dream from last night at all, probably because I was just so fucking tired when I got home. I don't even remember getting home. Probably not safe. <laughs> don't drive while you're tired, kids. It's not very safe, but they I think do- I like... I mean, they do say that like driving tired is equivalent of like driving drunk. I, I believe it. Based on the last 20 minutes of my drive last night home, I was on autopilot. I was so close to home and I was like, oh my God, I was so tired. Luckily though, it only took me the normal amount of time to get home and not the six and a half hours my GPS told me it was going to. I know, I was really worried. I was like, oh damn, I'm so sad for you. I literally almost cried. And I was like, well, we're stopping at a hotel or something because physically I will not be able to do this. Yeah. It was horrifying but literally then I moved like one foot and it was like just kidding knocked off two hours of your drive thank god oh yeah it was just a a very miserable drive home really to be honest I'm so sorry but I'll say that I'm very grateful that you came so oh yeah I mean it was worth it it just stunk in the moment yeah you know but we're back it's nice to be home now slept a long time and now I'm back and I'm energized and I'm ready to go and I'm ready to do this podcast. I'm very excited. And I can't wait to see you again in four weeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's never a hard goodbye for us because it's never too long before we it's see each other again. It's always a see you later, for sure. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Let's talk about things. First thing I want to talk about because this just happened today. This just happened today and I'm very excited about it is... Alfa Romeo launched their new car. They did. And it is sexy as fuck. It is sexy as fuck. It's so, so sleek. I mean, I think it's like my favorite that's been revealed so far. Like, I love it. Like, they did have that new car 
what last week they had that graffiti artist mm-hmm. do delivery and that was sick that was cool but you will know that if they ever come out with like a special livery like that like it's definitely not going to be the car like if they have a graffiti artist or an artist or someone design the livery that they do at the car launch you're never going to see that one on track but I think the one that we saw today is going to be closer to the one that we see on track for the full season. And it's gorgeous. 100%. Vagina. I'm obsessed with it. Like the black. I just think that all F1 cars should like be black. I <laughs> because agree. Because it just is so sleek. Someone DM'd and us glad- and was like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a Ferrari car. And I was like, I see that. Yeah. Because Ferraris are sexy. And this yeah. car is sexy. And I just think that like, black is so sleek and i'm really glad that they got away from like the red and the white Mm -hmm. i just felt like that one was like they've moved past that you know like they have cooler drivers now like they're just valtteri has a mullet and joe has uh like he has the swag i think between the two of them they needed to elevate the look for sure for sure yeah i agree i think i'm very excited about it the other car that launched over the weekend yeah which there was a few but one of them was williams williams launched their new car and was that just yesterday i think it was i think it was just yesterday. it was God. <laughs> it's been a long week already and it's only tuesday like oh my well to God. be fair i saw someone say that it was tuesday today and i was like it's monday and i was like no it's tuesday i literally emailed someone today and i said hope you had a great weekend I mean, that's my Monday morning greeting. I mean, I still <laughs> hope they had a nice weekend, but like that's my Monday greeting. So I don't know what day it is. But Williams launched their new car and it's pretty similar to their car from last year, I but think- a little bit sleeker. I think yeah. like the blue is a little, it just like is smoother looking. You know what I mean? Like it's not as like choppy. And they have that sick little Duracell branding on it. And it like so so over like the halo, they mm-hmm. have that little part of the car that sticks out. And Duracell is one of their sponsors, so they made that look like a Duracell battery. And it's like so cheeky and fun, and I so loved fun. It. And it really made me think of our episode talking about sponsors for Haas. <laughs> and I was like, see, Williams gets it, like Wiener Mobile, like imagine the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. <laughs> I also really like on the Williams car; they have like these light blue accents like on Mm -hmm. the curves of the car that make it look kind of like a art deco color pop kind of style and i really really love that it's like kind of like neon signy it looks really really cool it looks so good no i think yeah i think they did a really good job with that and then there's another car launch that we don't really want to talk about i i mean i think we should just not talk about it because however we do have a duty we have a duty to a journalistic duty or journalistic have, yeah, integrity is riding on us talking about the Randall Fairland. <laughs> so we obviously our invites were lost in the mail to the Red Bull car launch, which is like whatever, it's fine. You know what, but, to be fair though, based on all of it, seems like maybe we were the lucky ones. It just first of all, it's the same fucking car. <laughs> As last year and the year before that and the year before that. They just like are like, okay, we can't go over the budget cap this year, so let's just not redesign our car. The thing is, is like I just I'm so bored with it. Like what can you think of anything creatively to do different? It 
there's so much potential. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but still. I just think that there's a lot of potential. Yeah. For a Red Bull car. Like, I just think there's so much that could be done, and they just do the same thing every year. And it's just like, I want more from them because I know that there's more that they could do. Like, like you I know would how- love to see, like, they did say, I, I do think it was them that said they're going to run five fan liveries throughout mm. the season. I just think fan liveries are always so much more fun. Anything that is fan designs, nine times out of ten is going to be better 100%. than what, like, the brand itself designs. So, Which I'm is disappointing, fans, but, like, expected. Yeah, disappointing, but not surprising. But there were some, there was one exciting thing about the Red Bull car launch. And that's what they announced that they are teaming up with Ford. Mm-hmm. And Ford is rejoining the F1 grid. Ford has had a long and very storied history with F1. If you're interested in that, type it into Google and you can read a lot more about it because <laughs> I shan't be going into a history lesson right now. But it's very exciting. Maybe to see that'll Ford be our. F1 Fact Friday this week. Mm, maybe we'll, we have another one for this week, but we'll have, I'll, I'll talk to Lou about it. We'll talk to Lou about it. Doing a little history of Ford. But it's very exciting to see them back. Huge, obviously huge American sponsor or American company. So for them to be rejoining the F1 grid, I think just goes into like what we've been talking about a lot. I guess lately. it makes sense why they were in New York then. Like this yeah. kind of puts that puzzle piece exactly. into place. Exactly. And I think that, you know, we've been talking about this a lot lately about just the continued expansion of F1 into the American markets and, you know, different American sponsors. We have an American driver on the grid this year. We have three U.S. races this year. Like, we're, it's just something that they're continuously pushing. And I think yeah. that's been a trend, obviously, for a few years. But I think that the, the, joining a Ford to the grid is like a huge milestone. Like Andretti is great when they come in, but I think Ford is, I mean, arguably one of the most iconic American brands. Yeah. hundred percent. So it feels like a really big moment for the sport. So I'm excited to see kind of how that can tie into F1. And then, I mean, they just, they just leaned in hard on the American angle of this car launch. They had Jimmy Fallon at the launch he went go-karting with Checo. It was a spectacle. I just think sure. Jimmy Fallon, like the choice to do Jimmy Fallon is just really interesting to me because, you know what? I'll take Jimmy Fallon over James Corden. Let's be clear. Yeah, absolutely. We saw- I, personally, I love Jimmy Fallon. You love Jimmy Fallon? You're a big I Jimmy Fallon I love Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. I, think he's, I think he's very funny. Loved him on SNL, obviously. So I've just kind of like been a loyalist since the SNL days. Like I think of, of the like, late night hosts Mm -hmm. i like seth myers jimmy fallon and trevor noah like those are like those are like my three Mm, not stephen colbert i like stephen colbert but like he's i don't know those are i just like i feel like i've watched jimmy fallon for just a long time well trevor noah's going away i know it's very sad i know it's sad because i do really like him i mean number one for me is seth myers like i ride or die for seth myers yeah. I don't watch that much late night TV though. So I like don't stay up that late. <laughs> I don't watch the shows. I just like the personalities of the people. That's and fair. like never forget Seth Meyers and Ina Garden getting drunk at the bar. I was gonna say Seth Meyers' 
day drinking segments are some of the best late night they're literally content out there and like the fact that he delivered his child in like the lobby of his apartment build like he just has so many funny things like and i just he's a, a, okay we're very off topic but i love <laughs> seth myers like i am number one of the seth myers fan club i love him if there's w- no fan- Seth Meyer fans left on Earth, then Kate's dead. So know that to be true. <laughs> like, I I love him, but anyways, so I wish he had been at the Red Bull car launch. But Maybe they I understand why they did Jimmy Fallon because they also got to cover their bases with Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. with Danny appearing on his show. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they kind of got both the heavy hitters in different ways yeah i mean the car launch was fine i think it was to be expected i don't think anything exciting really came out of it i expected more from red bull to be honest and like yeah. they just didn't deliver and that's I think, okay i just think they're such a fun brand in like outside of f1 i think they're very i think the most serious portion of red bull is it's f1 team. yeah agreed like but outside of f1 Red Bull is so much fun. It's such a fun brand. It's very, like, youthful and energetic and has really, really, like, engaging athletes. And they just do, like, fun things. Like, remember in Boston, what was it, last year? They had the Red Bull, like, cliff diving mm-hmm. contest or or competition or something. Like, they just do such fun things. So I feel like there's so much potential for them to have more fun. A more fun car and a more fun car launch yeah and i mean it was nice to see that they i think they are slowly starting to kind of get with the times and invite content creators into kind of their inner circle Mm -hmm. of launches like they had a lot of streaming platform and tiktok influencers at the launch unfortunately we are not big on tiktok because we simply can't do that so we were not in among them but it was exciting to see that they had all these people like younger creators and are taking that segment of the industry seriously so excited to see where that can go like obviously we worked with red bull during the austin grand prix for their fan zone and i think that they're like slowly starting to kind of take into account the new wave of the information nation yeah and like online information rather than just traditional print and online like media outlets and like professional journalists and seeing like where people are really going for all of their news and you know yes they are reading things like you know online media outlets but they're also going on tiktok they're going on instagram they're listening to podcasts so it's exciting to see teams starting to kind of take that more seriously and give people like the respect that they deserve in that area because it's only going to serve them and the fans right to do that yeah it'll be exciting to see i feel like next year's car launches like everyone will have special like invitees to be a part of the car launch and like help spread the news on that just feels inevitable at this point and hopefully we'll get invites to all of them i agree with that i hope so (laughs) we will manifest it we're manifesting it um In other news about Formula One, as of this morning, Vegas has been signed as a track on the F1 grid until 2032. So they initially... Without one ounce of data to back that up. I know. Very strange. They initially signed a three-year contract with F1, but apparently the city council voted this morning to extend that until 2032. So it looks like... We're stuck with Vegas for the next 10 years or so. 
I depending, maybe they could change that depending on how it goes in November, but it'll probably go pretty well. It'll make F1 a lot of money. And so, and it'll make the city of Vegas a lot of money. So I don't think that there will be any issues there, but I saw that and I was like, unsurprising, but it is a little bit surprising because we haven't had a single race there. And that feels like (laughs) they were like, well, here's my thought on that. And what I'm excited about for it. First of all, I do, I'm like, do we realistically need three races in the U.S.? Arguably, no. Is this going to be like the most expensive one? Probably. However, what I do think is exciting about that is that with the race being guaranteed to be there for so many years, I feel as though F1 and Vegas as a city can really invest mm-hmm. in this long term and come up with, like it gives more opportunity for growth and for them to put fans first. So like coming up with maybe like exhibits or things that are there year round and like establish F1 in Vegas year round. So maybe there's, you know, I don't know. I think, I think that there's possibilities for them obviously to learn mm-hmm. and not say like okay this is a one-year thing or that we're only going to do this for three years so we don't really need to learn how to do it great but because they're going to be there for 10 years really learn and figure out the right ways to have the race there and also just like invest in becoming a mainstay in vegas as it is so like, yeah hopefully there's things year-round because i mean you think about the other places in the u.s that we have races and i mean austin is fun but people, I mean, and people do go to Austin year round, but it's not like a major, major destination all the time. Whereas but Vegas is an international destination. Vegas is an international destination. I think that's the place where people from around the world are going to be excited to go mm-hmm. and people are going there year round. So if they do things like race day, like F1 is Sundays in Vegas and like maybe they'll have like a full F1 restaurant or bar or club that people are then going to to watch races every single week and like having like a permanent presence in that city I think could be really interesting and something that I could totally see happening there. Because yeah. no, they, they be do cool. have partnerships with, what is it, the Wynn Hotel and Casino. Yeah. So it's like, what it, like could we see a an F1 casino and f1 club and f1 restaurant and bar in the wind casino so that like that is the destination for f1 fans every single weekend of the right year. i mean i'd go to vegas for that i'd go to like watch any race like i'd be like oh maybe i'm not going to be able to go for the vegas race but i'll go for monaco and yeah. i'll be instead of being in monaco for the race i'll go to vegas for the race i'll bring all my friends it's a little bit cheaper but i'm still going and most likely f1 will still get money out of me if they have like a partnership like yeah. i think that would be really no, that- fun wow kate f1 should hire you oh my god what am i in marketing yeah f1 if you want that idea please call me and if you do that i'll know that you stole that from me you're like you will be public enemy number one <laughs> to Kate Lazan. All right, enough about car launches, enough about making Formula One more money. On to our favorite segment, the drama, the gossip, the rumors. The rumors. Now, I know we discussed a little bit of late night hosts in the last <laughs> in the last segment, but it's time to get back to that on Stephen Colbert. Oh, we have to. Main man Daniel Ricardo was on Stephen Colbert last week, and a few things about that. One. He looked incredible in that forest screen too. Honestly, I almost would be willing to say that I don't think he's ever looked better. I would I would be I would agree with you on that because to that, me, he's <laughs> never looked better. 
That green on him looked so stunning. Stunning. With, with his, his shirt. Tone. With his shirt unbuttoned and his oh, chains. And yeah. I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Incre- like, looked so <laughs> good so good i literally sent it to nick and i was like this is the color you're doing for the wedding like yeah i'm thinking about it and i was like confirmed it looks amazing Let's yeah i think he should a hundred percent like now we know it really works yeah number two i feel like i've seen this interview before i mean ten thousand times with daniel so, specifically yeah it's so frustrating like you're supposed to be all of these shows that these drivers go on and i feel like it's mostly danny and lewis they go on these shows and it's literally the exact same like copy paste questioning every single time. It's, oh, why do you think Formula One is so popular in the US now? Oh, I think it's drive to survive. Like, A, come up with some better questions. B, come up with some better answers. Like, give us something that we haven't already seen. Otherwise, like, why am I still tuning into these shows? You're not saying anything new. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be clear. I think Danny was right on his first answer where Stephen asked and he said, I was going to say something. He's like, I'm going to say something serious and it's my good looks. And that's 100% true. <laughs> that is, a, that is man, true. No lies detected on that one. Daniel Ricardo is carrying F1 on his motherfucking back. They owe him like a trip to the chiropractor, to be honest. And you know who else is Daniel is carrying on his motherfucking back? Red fucking bull. Because. Yeah. We need to discuss how he is simply a personality hire. He's a just their content creator. Like, no, he's not a third driver. He's a content creator. Like, I just posted on the story where I was like, over under on the percentage of content that Danny Rick is in over Checo and Max this season, 70%. I think he's going to be at least yeah. 70% of the content. They have him going on late night. They have him going on, like, running the Red Bull car launch stuff he's like creating content left and right he's doing photo shoots i'm like this man he's like the court jester for a red bull they just have (laughs) him coming in and they're like we know people love you and we need to upgrade our brand a little bit after the past two seasons you're back baby yeah i mean makes me sick yeah but also i feel like he's gonna have way more fun with this than like what he was doing before which is just getting shot on every week and good for us because now we get so much new danny content that's all what the time I, confirmed like thinking about him being on late night and they're like formula one driver daniel ricardo i'm like technically he's a former formula one driver he's technically not on the grid this year mm-hmm. and i just think about how well he's done creating a personal brand for himself yeah because like think about another time in formula one when a driver has had this much potential and this much publicity not being on the starting grid yeah during the formula one season yeah it's unheard of and so for him to say because of my good looks that's why formula one is so popular like i I don't he has every right to say that because he put drive to survive on his back as well Mm -hmm. and now the teams are leaning on him to create good content for them. It's, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, but also like completely accurate. He could have amended that statement to say like my good looks and personality and it would have been 100% accurate. A hundred percent. Passing a lie detector test Every with time. ease. Like, you're not wrong for that, Danny. You're not wrong for that statement whatsoever. 
Like, I just think that it's going to be funny to see him this season. Like, he's going to be fucking Billy Eichner in the paddock. Can I ask you a question? He's going to be creating content for Red Bull. It's, I mean, but I'm also really happy for him because I think that, like, as his responsibility, as the season has gotten closer and we're really being able to see him, like, happy again, Mm because I don't feel like he seems really happy in a while. (laughs) But also, he's not being able to, like, do things that he wouldn't have done before. Like, he's going to the Super Bowl this weekend. And, like, he would never have been able to do that before because, like, preseason testing is coming. And so, like, I think that, like, he's finally getting to just, like, live his life and do things and i'm excited for him and i feel like he really deserves this like gap year hopefully it's just a gap year it is a gap year we all deserve a little bit of a gap year and i'm really excited he is i'm obsessed with the with the concept of a sabbatical lately i really want to take a sabbatical we need a sabbatical i think that's for sure so anyways (laughs) enough about me i want to talk about something that i saw I think it was what the F1, WTF1 posted an article about there are several records that could be broken this year, but they're not necessarily records that drivers want to break. Like they do not want to have this. So the first one is most pole positions without a championship. The current record holder for that is Valtteri Bottas. He has 20 poles and no championship. Poor Bottas. And who is co- looking like he could come up and snatch that record from Botas is my man Charles. He currently has 18 pole positions and no championship. So if he gets three, at least three pole positions this year and he does not win the championship, he will take that record from Valtteri, which is very sad. Devastating. I Yeah. Another record that was very popularized a couple of years ago is most points without a win. And as we know, Nico Hulkenberg currently holds that record. That was like, I feel like such a big plot point in the seasons of drive to survive that Nico yeah. was in. He has 521 career points and has never won a race. And it'll be a hard fought battle this year because obviously, as we know, Nico Hulkenberg is back mm-hmm. on the grid. So he could continue to get more points and still not win a race and keep this record. Do you think or he could be unseated by Lando Norris? <clears throat> Lando currently has 428 points and no wins. And so he's kind of coming up on he's like a hundred points under Nico. Nico in terms of points. But I also think that Lando has the potential to score more points this year. So we'll see kind of how many he gets and see kind of who is who's closer on that record by the time the season ends. Yeah, I mean... Unless he wins a race this year. I hope he does. <sighs> it's about damn time. Lando, I think, is definitely going to win a race. Do I feel good about Nico winning a race this no. season? Not really. So no, I think I'm Nico will... Nico's going to keep this one. I think Nico's going to keep that one. Although, here's the thing, here's the thing, is that I don't know how many more points Nico is going to score, right, in his Haas. Whereas Lando, I think, is going to score a decent amount of points in his McLaren. Mm -hmm. So I think, I do think Lando's going to win a race this season, but I do think he could catch up to Nico. Before that happens. Before that happens. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? So because just. He might hold the record for a minute and then like, and then it'll be back to Nico. Right. Okay. The next, the next one is one that is not super close to happening, 
But we will see. So the next one is most podiums without a win. And once again, this is one that Lando is the closest to taking that record. Right now, it stands with Nick Hydefield, who had 13 podiums and no wins. Lando has six podiums with no wins. So he still has like a ways to go. He has he would have to get seven podiums and still no wins this year to take the record. And I just don't see that happening. So we'll see. But I feel like Nick Hydefield is gonna keep this record. Yeah, that's a lot of year. podiums for him to have to I mean yeah, again winning. Again, I it don't could happen. It could happen. McLaren could come out of the gates and get they could podium the next six races. Yeah. Lando could get second and third the next six the first six races and Yeah. He could come up on that, but Who's to say? Who's to say? And then the last one is one that I do not think this one is. This is one that it's not a personal. It's more of like a Formula One wide record. And it's one that I never, ever, ever want to see broken. Never (laughs) in my life. Because it's fewest race winners in one year. And right now the record is in 2015. There were only three race winners. Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, and Sebastian Vettel were the only three drivers that won a single race in 2015. That's crazy. Like, that's insanity. I would like to know what the stat was for 2021, because I feel like it was either Max or Lewis for most of the time. There were six. Mm. Max with 10, and the only other repeat winner, the only other repeat winner was Lewis with eight victories, but Sergio Perez, Esteban Ocon, Daniel Ricciardo, and Valtteri Bost. Potas each took a single win. Mm, that's true. Fair enough. Well, so those are some records that I will be keeping an eye on. I really don't want Charles to take most polls without a championship. I'm really, <laughs> as I'm really much manifesting as, a championship this as year. As much as we love Botas, we'd love for him to hold on yeah. to that title for a while. Please. Like, please. <laughs> please. Speaking of Lando, you know, potentially breaking some of these records this year, I saw a quote from Zach Brown earlier with him saying that he thinks Lando is as good as Fernando Alonso. As good as any. I'd like to say that Lando has 428 points and still no win. So (laughs) you can count that out. He's like, he puts in a good lap. He puts in, you know, fastest lap. He puts in a good pole. He's, you know, top top of the league. And I was like, I can see why Zach Brown can make this assumption, like make Mm -hmm. this comparison. Fernando was also on McLaren for a while under Zach Brown. And I can see where he could maybe find some similarities between the two. But I think that this is like, especially at this stage of Lando's career and like Alonzo's career, I think it's very interesting for him to make that comparison. Because like you said, he has not won a race yet. But I do think that Lando has really good potential i think it is a matter of mclaren catching up and creating a car that is good enough for his abilities yeah right when lando's only ever known a mclaren car so it's hard for right like we used to talk about how george would perform better than lewis in the mercedes because he's used to a shittier car yeah i don't think lando has anything else to go off of and like he can't kind of like figure out how to be the best in that car because he doesn't know anything different but fingers crossed 2023 season lando gets a podium or a win mclaren makes a good car and we see lando rise to his full potential yeah i agree with that also we should have done this based on the danny segment we were doing earlier we are getting a new danny rick merch drop soon 
Yes. Rumors. We've been waiting for this one, I feel like. On Saturday night, Danny was at the Knicks game. That was Saturday, right? Yes, right? Saturday night of the Knicks game. Danny's courtside with you-know-who. And he is wearing a gorgeous lavender-esque... We'd say it's lavender, right? It's purple. Was it? It was like purple. Doesn't matter. He's wearing a purple sweatshirt and it just says FEA on it. And as you guys. And that's the same symbol as the Enchante collection. Yes. And as you guys know, Danny is notorious for his little isms. FEA stands for fuck them all. So what better timing than right now as the start of a new Formula One season where he is currently not contracted to be one of the drivers on to drop a fuck them all merch collection. Yeah. Now, I have loved Rodeo and Chateau, but I think I probably will cop a fuck them all yeah. item from this collection. Yeah, it's really good. I don't, I'm intrigued to see the rest of it. Like, I want to know what's on the back. I want to know yeah. what the rest of the designs are because it looks very similar to the Enchante collection with just FEA on the front. So, like, is there creativity behind it? I don't know. I need to see it. I need to see the rest of it before I make my decision. Yeah, we obviously we have to, you know, see all the options, make an informed decision. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like now more than ever, I need to financially support my man. True. And buy something from him. <laughs> you know what? Is it about time for him to start financially supporting us? So true. He needs to buy something from us. Yeah, Danny, give and take, okay? It's a give and take here. Support so small rude. businesses. Support small women-owned businesses. In March is International Women's Month, so you can buy something in March, please. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Another thing that I would like to do. Tell me. That I would like to do is someone commented in our little question box asking what we should discuss on the podcast. And they say, in celebration of Grammy Album of the Year, which Harry's House song is each driver? To be fair, I don't know. I don't think I am mentally prepared to assign drivers to Harry's house album titles. However, what I do think we could do is let's do a little fan round table, like that very cringy segment on the Grammys this year where they had all the people just discussing their favorite, like their favorite to win Mm -hmm. album of the year. And let's decide which one of those people, each of the drivers would be like, who would they, who were they rooting for to win album of the year? Hmm. Okay, so like, which of the drivers were ruining for which album? Yeah. So the the options here are "Voyage" by ABBA, "30" by Adele, "Un Verano Sinte Sinti" by Bad Bunny, "Renaissance" by Beyonce, "Good Morning Gorgeous" Mary J. Blige, "In These Silent Days" Brandy Carlile, "Music of the Spheres" Coldplay. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, and Special by Lizzo. Oh, and Harry's House by Harry Styles. I think obvi- the, the first, like, most obvious one is that Lewis was riding hard for Beyonce and Renaissance. Really? I think so. I think he could also be riding for Kendrick Lamar. Oh, see, my second runner-up was going to be Lizzo <laughs> for him. Mm, no, I think he's – I think he might be – Rooting for Kendrick. I feel like him and Kendrick are probably friends. Mm. I don't know. He did 
he posted, so here's my inference is that because he posted on Instagram about Beyonce winning and Lizzo winning. Mm. And I believe Kendrick won something too. And he did. Yeah. He didn't even post anything about it. Okay. So I feel like he's friends with Beyonce and Lizzo above all. Honestly, I'm going to go controversial and I'm going to say he was, he would be rooting for Lizzo. Okay. Because I think that Lizzo's message in her album special was very much vibing with Lewis's motivational. That's so fair. Instagrams. That's I think so that fair. he probably really vibes with, with special. He's like, he, like I would be shocked if he hasn't once already that we didn't see or will not in the future post an Instagram story of him running in whatever country he's in with the caption, if nobody told you today, you're special. <laughs> by Lizzo (laughs) by Lewis Hamilton (laughs) so I think that's my that's my vote for for Lewis okay I you've sold me thank you (laughs) obviously we know that Charles is riding for music of the spheres by Coldplay Coldplay. obviously 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 Danny's rooting for Harry Styles can we even count are we allowed to count Danny anymore because he's not one of the 20 on the grid like yeah, we're counting him. Okay. Sorry, he's always going to be counted. Okay, thank God. <laughs> he's the reason for the season. He is the reason for the season. He's 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 grandfathered in, and no matter where he is in life, he will always be discussed on this podcast. Absolutely. I feel I, like Botez would be a big ABBA guy, Nordic band. Oh my God, obsessed. Band. Nordic yeah. band. I feel like Botez just would like be like, fuck yeah, I love ABBA. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I think... We have to go that our Spanish speakers on the grid, Checo and Carlos, are going Bad Bunny. I would love to see Carlos get down to some Bad Bunny. I think (laughs) that would absolutely ruin my life. Too bad there's not like a jazz album on here because we know that Carlos likes to listen to jazz jazz. now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think George Russell... Is Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> That's a left field thing that I feel confident in. I think he would support that as well. Like, I I just feel like that would be so left field for him to just... Or Brandy like, Carlisle. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who else gives off, like, big... Oh, no, no, no. George is 30 Adele. George is Adele. 100%. Or Pierre and Yuki are Adele. That accurate. <laughs> singing hello from yes. the other side they're i mean big they adele are fans. yeah they are riding hard for adele 30 <laughs> yeah we know for a fact that pierre is not harry styles because he likes boys or he likes he does not like <laughs> he, boys. Does not he like likes boys. girls <laughs> and so he would never be caught dead probably listening to harry who is very effeminate in in the way that he is in himself and we love that but i think that pierre in his toxic masculinity would say no i think esteban would also be a big lizzo fan yeah 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 i can see esteban just like really being silly and goofy and dancing mm-hmm. to lizzo yeah i think pierre is probably kendrick yeah that feels like his vibe I think Lance is too. You don't think Lance is going with his Canadian girly Brandy Carlisle? Mm, okay, that's she's Canadian, be a good... right? 
to be fair, you know that I didn't know that that's what Brandy Carlisle looked like until on Sunday. So <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> you don't know anything about Brandy Carlisle. No, she's other- not even from Canada. I don't know why I assumed she was. Okay, we just started she was that giving, rumor. She was giving Canadian vibes. <laughs> I think Joe is is a Kendrick guy too. Like mm-hmm. that feels. I feel like he is very into like. I think he's very into hip hop. I also think I think Max is going to be a thirty fan, mm-hmm. just because I think it's digestible. Okay, like I don't think it, like I don't know if I trust Max to have a good taste in music. And not saying that Adele isn't good. Like Adele's obviously amazing, but I think right. like she is. Everyone thinks Adele is good, right? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. So it's I like think easy. it's easy. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else that I'm like confirmed, guaranteed. This is what they're this is what they're going for. I don't know anything about Oscar Piastri yet, so I can't Yeah. I can't confirm. Okay. Is it time for the girls' room? I think it do is. Do we have anything else? Do we have any other driver shenanigans we need to discuss? I was just going to say I posted about this on Instagram the other day, but we saw Esteban doing the um reaction time machine. Yep. And like I said on Instagram, I'm asking for Grill the Grid to do a Bop It tournament with everyone to see who gets the highest score because I think it would be so fun and so funny because it's like, yes, it is reaction, but it's also kind of silly. And I think that that would make great content or like DDR. Yeah. Like I would love anything. That's like something that's all about like reaction times. I need to see the grid do guitar hero. Yeah. Rock band. You know, Yeah. If you know, you know, rock. If band. you know, you know. <laughs> Someone else I just I just want to I just want to mention, I want to give an honorable mention here is Alex Albon, just looking great in oh. his Williams promo photos. Like new Blonde Albon is it for dropped. him. Like I just feel like he's having a moment right now and I'm really excited for him in general. I think Lily put it best on her story where she was like, I love this fuckboy energy that Alex Albon is giving off, but knowing that he is like the softest, kindest, sweetest little angel yes. baby around who's yes. in love with his super cool girlfriend is just so iconic. And I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, he's in his blonde era. He just has figured out his poses. He's crushing it, but also the sweetest, nicest little baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuckboy can be a mindset. Yes. You don't have to actually be a fuckboy. You can just exude that energy and still be nice. Yeah. And Alex Alvin is proving that to us. Yeah, he is. Yes. Okay. 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 Time for the girls' room. The girls' room. The My girls favorite. Room. So the first thing that we have to do here is very hard for me to say. This is really hard for me personally. It is. And I... My heart hurts saying this, but rest in peace to Wags F1. <laughs> Arguably my favorite Instagram account. L has done such an incredible job keeping us up to date with the goings on of the Wags. She really kept us abreast of for years. <laughs> that information. I owe her so much. This segment owes her so much. <laughs> Hopefully she'll be back. She said that she's just really busy at school right now. And 
like can't keep up with this. So we're hoping maybe she'll come back in the summer and she'll be able to be there, but we will sorely miss her presence. 100%. In the online community. We've been thinking that this is going to was going to happen for a while now. She hasn't been posting super regularly. Very sad. So, personally, I am devastated to say the least, but wishing her the best. Who's going to who's going to pop up to take the the number one spot. I think probably Loving Wags. She does a good job. Yeah. So we'll see, but wishing Elle the best. The next thing we need to talk about. Our girl, Charlotte Cine, is just staying top of mind. We said we were not going to talk about her on this anymore because she's not technically an F1 wag anymore. But she just keeps doing things that warrant discussion on this podcast. Well, she said, you guys are not going to forget, forget about, about me. me. I shall Surprise, always bitch. be... Bet you Around. thought you'd seen the last of me. So obviously we talked the other week about her Paris shenanigans with Creed from Too Hot to Handle. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen anything new on that since, so it could have just been like a little fling or She's just been kind of laying low too. Out. But she went out to dinner the other night and she was posting her like outfit that she was wearing and she was sporting a Ferrari style belt from the official Ferrari style mm-hmm. brand, which is very interesting because you knew what you were doing when you wore, put that on. You knew you what you were story. doing. Yeah, you so knew what, what you were doing. is the purpose? There's a couple different possibilities. Obviously, number one is she and Charles are back together or like they're talking again mm-hmm. and, they're, you know, something. And she's like, haha, you thought. Mm-hmm. that's possibility number one possibility number two is that she just wanted to wear the belt she had Another. it she probably got a lot of ferrari clothes yeah while she was dating charles and it's pretty cool and they're obviously the season's coming up so pretty timely possibility number three is that for a long time her content creator persona was so tied to ferrari because of who she was dating that i'm wondering if she is going to like i'm i'm wondering if we're going to continue to see some mentions of ferrari to kind of keep herself tied to that brand for her own personal brand in which case get your bad girl do what you gotta do there's a fourth option what's the fourth is that she is kind of falling out and people are forgetting about her so she posted that in order to cause some chaos so true we and get people to talk about her and That's she's like do. people are gonna think that i'm back together with him or they're gonna not know and they're gonna talk yeah. about me and, and guess what it works it's because conversation. we're doing that right here right now yeah so congrats whatever your option was charlotte it worked she i mean she's smart can't say she's not smart she knows what she's doing so she knows what she's doing again get that bag no matter how you want to do it amen <laughs> amen so we'll continue to watch that space. I did see a TikTok video recently with a video of like rum- rumored Charles's new girl. She looked exactly like Charlotte, just mm-hmm. like slightly different. I don't even remember her name. I was like, we shan't be talking I about think it's this. like Alexandra or something. Yeah, because no proof whatsoever. But we're we'll keep tabs on any and any like any and everything that's going on yeah. around Charles's love life. That's for sure. That's her. Kate's sure. got her finger on the pulse. My finger, feeling the pulse. (laughs) Another thing is Pierre's girlfriend, Kika, continues to just give us what we want as a wag. Like, she knows her duty as a wag. Yes. And she's performing her duty 
flawlessly. She swore. She was sworn in. She was sworn and she in. Said, I will serve and protect. Elle's last job as the queen of the F1 Wags kingdom was to swear in Kika as being <laughs> the ideal F1 Wag. Kika's just doing everything. She's giving us behind the scenes. She's giving us adorable photos and content of her and Pierre. She's posting for his birthday a full 10 slide Instagram post of unseen photos of them that are so cute. It was actually like the sweetest little post. It was like really I love their photos. I just thought it's very fun. And but here's the thing that I also want to talk about is that everyone is commenting in our DMs about it, being like, is it just me or does Pierre go through the exact same thing with every single one of his girlfriends mm-hmm. down to like the places in the pose. Like people have been doing research being like, he goes to Paris with every single one of them. He does this. And I'm like, well, first of all, he's from France. Yeah. So that does not surprise me that he's going to Paris right. with all of them. It's not like someone who's from the U S being like, I take all my girlfriends to Paris. Like that would be sus, but Pierre's from France. Mm-hmm. So it stands to reason that he would go to Paris a lot. But it is kind of funny because – and I don't think it's, like, a, a fuckboy kind of thing that he does. Like, I think that Pierre is just a hopeless romantic. I do, too. He loves – He's the Taylor Swift of F1 no, drivers. No, I think he's the Pamela Anderson. We just watched this that <laughs> documentary did. yesterday, and I think he's the Pamela Anderson of Formula One. He loves to fall in love, and things might – go really well for a little bit things might not work out in the end but he, you know what he's never gonna let that get him down and he's always gonna find love again pretty soon and he's not gonna be shy about it he's not gonna be private about it he's gonna bring that out into the open yeah so soon and he's just gonna be like i'm unapologetically in love right now i'm not shy about it. i'm not hiding it i'm proud to be in love with this person and all it's all we could hope for and and i love that for him and i think that it's you know I mean, I totally respect people that are like, I keep my personal life private, especially when they're public figures. And like, I think when you're a public figure, so much of your life is under the microscope mm-hmm. that like, if you choose to keep yourself private and not share a bunch online, like that's respectable. And like, you deserve to have some privacy in your life. Obviously, people are still going to talk about it, but like, it's up to you what you share right. for yourself. And I, I appreciate that. And I respect that. But I think that it's also very respectful of Pierre to say, like, I'm not hiding this because I have nothing to hide and I'm proud of it and I'm going to share my life mm-hmm. and I'm going to share the person that I'm spending my life with yeah. at the moment. So I just think it's very sweet of him. Me too. I agree. I agree. I mean, but someone I think- also commented in our DMs and they're like, who's the third wheel who's taking all of these photos? Like, who is taking all of these, like, portrait shots of them on all she's these vacations? She's a content creator. Like, she's a model. You don't think she has a tripod? <laughs> so true. Well, come on now. I she need to invest in one of those. Same. <laughs> Next up, Issa. We haven't talked about Issa in, like, a hot minute. I know. She's been very, like, low-key under the radar lately. But she's a brunette and... I love it. It looks so good. It looks so good on her. I think it was made for her. I wonder if that's her natural hair color. It feels like it. It feels like that might be natural. I just feel like it's really like it brings a lot of like warmth to her. And I feel like she just like has the skin tone for it. And like it just looks if, even if it's not her natural color, it looks so natural. on her. Everyone's doing the Hailey Bieber right now. Everyone's going brunette. And everyone's doing the Kate Lazat right now. It's so true. And you've Please always don't said that. Get it twisted. <laughs> this hair color, au naturel. Never been touched. Never been colored once. 
And last but not least, another another wag that is not really a wag, similar to Charlotte. But we would really... be remiss to like I can't believe we didn't talk about this. I can't believe we didn't talk because about this. Because this is like one of, going on. This is like one of the biggest pieces of news to happen and to the one us that I personally. Think we are the most personally excited about. Yet. Yeah. Is that Mintu Raikkonen is pregnant again. We're getting another little ice cube in I the world. Wait. The world is about to get a little bit chillier. Watch out global warming. I just, I saw that notification. I, like, I saw that post and I, my, my heart literally stopped. I gasped. I, I was like, is this a throwback? Like, I had to do my research before I, like, got super excited because I was like, is she just posting, like, a throwback photo? No. Like, oh, it made my heart so happy. I'm, I'm, like, so thrilled for them. I just love that family so much. I cannot wait to see all of the little, cute little baby clothes she buys for that little baby. Oh, I can't wait to see Rihanna as a big sister. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't. It's another little girl. And you know that she's just going to be like the cutest, sweetest little Scandinavian Princess. Beauty. Yeah, she's going to be, oh, God, so I spoiled. That family is everything to me. <laughs> like, I love them. And I feel as if. Like, parasocially, a baby is being born into my life as well. I'm so excited. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I have to go buy baby clothes now. Like, I, what do I do? Where do I send these? Do you think they're registered anywhere? Can I just buy something like, for them? I, like, can I go to the baby shower? Like, I don't know what to do, but I have to support them. I have to support this child any way I can. <laughs> Literally obsessed with them. Okay. What else do we have? Nothing? No, it's time for Manifest Minute. Time for our Manifest Minute. It's been almost a full year of us... Since Having. Manifest Minute came into our lives. Yeah. And I think we had a really good reminder this past weekend about mm-hmm. exactly what we have to do for yeah. Manifest. So since you were the first one to bring those to our lives, I'm going to let you take this one. Okay. I got it. I got it. I've, you know, we just, we just ran through this refresher. So I've, mm-hmm. I'm feeling in the zone. So yeah. this week, our Manifest Minute is going out to Emma. Now, Emma is anxiously awaiting March match day on February 17th and which is the day she finds out where she's going to be moving for a year long internship. It's the last step of her PhD program in clinical psychology. And she's been interviewing at programs all over the U S it's a process almost identical to how medical residency works. If you all familiar with that at all, basically she's ranking and if they choose her, she goes to that program. So she is asking us our collective powers to manifest her getting her top match. So you guys know the rules. Take it, close your eyes, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out. Now imagine Emma. I'm sorry, Emma, you didn't clarify if this comes via snail mail or email, but we're going to say it's 2023. They're coming as emails. You are patiently (laughs) awaiting. You've taken your mind off of it. You're not worried too much because you know that you're going to match with your top choices easily. You're hanging out. Mm -hmm. You're enjoying a little fun beverage. You're reading a book. You're spending time with your friends. Your phone dings. You excitedly open it up. And what does it say? It says, congrats, Emma, you've been accepted to X school, X location. I'm sorry. And you, (laughs) I'm sorry, there's a little specifics here that I am not, I can't have to fill in the blanks. 
that, and you are just so excited that you jump up and your friends are hugging you and we're all laughing. I'm there now and we're all laughing. <laughs> we're all crying. We're all there. So in spirit, we we're are there, there in the, in the non-physical plane. We're all there. <laughs> the <hot life. laughs> The void. We're all there. And we're all so excited for you. And you just keep getting emails after email after email that you've been accepted to every single one of your top choices. So now the only thing that you have to do is sit back, relax, and decide which one of these locations is actually going to be the right place for you. Now I'm unsure if that's how it works, but we're going. I don't know if that's how it works either. I think she gets one match. Like she ranks them, they rank her, and no, but I think it's like sorority bid day. Like I think it's like you. But you can get several bids, and then you get to choose. No, I don't think so. They choose you. I know they choose you, but you can. But how do they know that the other school but hasn't I think also you rank chosen them, you? I think you rank them and then they're ranking you. And like she said, an algorithm decides where she goes. Oh, okay. She said that. She said an algorithm decides. So I think she's ranking her like top whatever. And they and like all these places are ranking her. And so she'll get matched up somewhere. Okay, sorry. This manifestment has gone a little off the rails because <laughs> unfamiliar with the process, but the point still stands. <laughs> you're choosing. You get. You, you get your top choice. You get. You're matched. Choice. You're matched. It doesn't matter where you're matched, and you're doing something, and you're going, and and you have a match. <laughs> Tinder up. is up. You have a match. <laughs> Match.com for clinical psychology says, "Girlfriend, you got a match." <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Now everyone breathe in, breathe out, and let's move forward into this week with positive actions. Be nice to someone. You guys constantly think about Emma being successful and and getting that match, whether she's getting matched with many or just one. (laughs) There's a match that's happening somewhere. (laughs) And... You know, like always, if you also have a manifest minute that you would like us to maybe get right, maybe get wrong, please shoot (laughs) us an email with the title subject line manifest minute request. And then in the body, just tell us a little bit about what you would like us to manifest and why it's important to you. And, you know, if we don't get to your right away, specifics that we need to know, please include them. <laughs> based on the one that you just heard today, the more specifics, the better. <laughs> you can either email it to us at twogirlsoneformula at gmail.com or you can go to our website twogirlsoneformula.com and on the contact page put it in the little message box if that is easier for you we get them all (laughs) anything coming up in the two girls ecosystem that we should know about next week no podcast maybe 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 I'll just do one by myself. TBD. Nicole's going on vacation. I Nicole's kn- going on a. Re- you guys know that we always say we're going on vacation, but really it's just us visiting each other. So it's like not actually a vacation. Nicole is going on a real, real life vacation. So it'll Don't just contact be me. It'll be one girl, one formula next week. It'll be me. It's your girl Kate holding down the fort. So if you need me, call me, beat me. I'm your girl. TBD on if I do a podcast, it'll just be me, myself, and I. So either it'll be me, just ch- oh my god, do I should I do it with Nick next week? <laughs> should I see if Nick wants to be my podcast co-host next? You week? should. I think that would be think fun. That'd be really fun. Okay, we'll see if he we'll see if he's in or if he's out. So it might just be me. It might be me and Nick. It might be me and someone else. Who knows? 
But you know what? I'm I'm signing up for it. I'm going to do a podcast next week, and and it's just going to be a surprise to everyone, <laughs> including me, what it is. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on vacation, and you're just going to get a notification. New Two Girls on Formula podcast just dropped, and you're going to be like, what is this? And I'm, I'm going like, to be like, this know. is so fun. It's like I get to experience what everyone else feels. Yeah, because I'll record it. I'll edit it. I'll copyright it. I'll publish <laughs> it. Like You're going to have nothing to do with it, and you're, it's going to be a surprise to you, to me, and to everyone. I can't wait. All right. I'm going to have to start noodling. I'm looking I'm, forward. I'm doing the noodle dance on what <laughs> is going to be happening next week. Do you remember that show, PB&J Otter? Of course. Do the noodle, do the noodle dance. And that's when they would be thinking about yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be you this week. I can't wait. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, on that <laughs> note. <laughs> on that note. On that cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger you guys will all be waiting on bated breath for next week's podcast episode <laughs> we've been your hosts this has been kate fun. and nicole this has been the two girls one formula podcast tg1f and f1 podcast with kate and nicole that was like and that was like at the end of a commercial when they when they give the what is it the terms dis- and conditions disclaimers, may apply. disclaimers yeah purchase necessary must be 21 plus to enter <laughs> Results may vary. <laughs> results may vary. That's what we need to start having for Manifest Minute. It's just like results may vary. Results may vary. Emma, you might get a lot of matches and there might be a glitch in the system because you're going to get too many matches and that's not what's supposed to happen. But they're going to be like, actually, Emma, so sorry. We've seen that you've matched with every single program in our database and we are not sure why. <laughs> and that's on our power. Um, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you, or I'll talk to you next week. Uh, But until then, we'll see you on the internet. Bye. Bye.